consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, in the red corner, is my boy Ed's representing Marvel. How you doing, bro? I'm doing lovely. lovely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Ed's obviously in a happy mood, man. So we basically got lots of stuff to talk about there today. We've got the House of the the Dragon finale. Uh, We've got obviously Black Adam and uh, we've got trailers and we've got some big news about takeovers at DC, man. So um, which we predicted almost a year ago, <laughs> which we said days ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, where should we start? Should we start off on House of the Dragon, man? Let's start off somewhere high. You know what I mean? Let's start off somewhere, you know, um, you know, somewhere, somewhere, you know, you can you can always go down here in the middle. Right. But we're basically like we'll start off somewhere great, man. So um, House of the Dragon finale uh, happened this week, man. And uh Man, this show just seems to get better and better every single time you kind of we, watch it, right? We had a true dance of dragons this week, man. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, Vizzy T, he said it, man, when he was like, you know, it's an illusion that we control the dragons, mate. And it is like literally an Ooh, illusion. I like that they did the that. Dragons. I like that um, they did that. Um, you know, uh, Aymond, uh, actually, uh, you know, I knew that guy was going to become a big character in this, man. And like, he is like, yeah, yeah just in a, you know, it, it, it's always interesting, right? That it's like back in those days, um, is all about like, you know, making allegiances in terms of like, you know, getting married and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And it's literally just like, you know, this, this guy basically flies over and is like, yeah, you know, gonna, gonna marry marry one of your daughters or something like that and he's like all right fine you have my allegiance you know what i mean rather than like beating him with a stick and saying get out my door you know what i mean um so so yeah just um just a really really good episode man just all the acting and everything just played so well man um you know, just the, the the mirroring between uh Rhaenyra and the dragon, uh, you know, at the start, obviously when they're when they're losing losing the baby and things. Mm. Damon, who is just once again coming to his own, it's just a Damon is just a crazy guy, man. Finally, just yeah. reminding the the lovebirds on the internet that he's not a nice guy. He's oh, not yeah, someone yeah, yeah. he should be loved up with. Remember when they had that thing when they were like, oh, a couple goals, Joker and Harley Quinn. This mm. is like the new, like, couple goals. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, mate, you know, the, this is the thing, man. I've, I, I've, I've seen, like, memes and, like, you know, even, like, uh, you know, friends who are, like, you know, 30-plus-year-old 30, 30 dentists who should know better posting up pictures of Damon and then just writing daddy underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like, seriously, man. It just goes <laughs> further proof. Women not like nice guys. They just want assholes. That's true where they're yeah. arse like. Exactly. Like, how many murders has this guy, like, done, man? You know what I mean? Just, like, ridiculous, you know? So, so um, yeah, I mean, they... But let's let's be honest, man. Who didn't see disaster coming when um Raina decided to send one of her? How old was that kid? Ten, twelve, yeah. if that. Like that. No, come on. 
<laughs> yeah, that was not gonna exactly. End. I'm exactly, and it's just like you know, go over to the to the Baratheons and that. You know what I mean? Because you know, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh damn, they're in trouble. Because the other kid went to the Starks, mm. right? I remember Ned Stark was always like, you know, there is no treaty that a Stark has ever like you know uh, yeah. gone back on, right? So they were guaranteed not to go back on it. So this shit was gonna go down with the Baratheons, man. And, uh, and yeah, as soon as he landed was... and saw the other dragon, there, he should have been like, nope, I'm out, I'm out. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I don't I even. Like, <laughs> exactly that dragon was massive man that's like in comparison but it's, damon's it's... getting the wild ones though isn't it you see that one that he was um the uh, like the untamed ones like woof. <laughs> yeah the one he was singing to you man that one yeah those ones are going to end up causing trouble you know what i mean it's like the wild wild stallions you know mm-hmm. um i i love i love the fact that it's like you know he's uh he's like oh you know he i've got a message from my mother the queen gives it to him and he just like, looks at it for about five seconds and he's like maester come over because the dude can't, can't read, read it. yeah that's <laughs> <sort> of... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter how much so power funny, you got man, man. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's the king so he should be the most the most educated and i love the fact they made storm's end just like this really stormy like place mm. like they really built up the atmosphere of that kind of place you know what i mean so um yeah it's um you know there when you get storytelling 101 and the way to like you know write a script and stuff like that and that you know the way to pitch your characters and make sure you know the the person who's watching it knows the difference between each character each you know uh kind of group of people and all that kind of stuff house of the dragon kind of has it all man and it's just like the way that this thing ended it's like damn i cannot wait for season two which is probably going to take two years to come out the amount of cgi they're going to have to put in it well no they've they've said that it's not going to be dropping until 24 so nothing next year yeah so but the amount of cgi they got to put in it to have those dragons battling each other and all that kind of stuff is going to be absolutely crazy man so and yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like it's gonna be actually like the Lord of the Rings films because you're gonna have like dragons, you're gonna have direwolves. They're gonna bring direwolves from the north, aren't they? Obviously, like you know to you know to have battles and all this kind of stuff. I would assume. Um, obviously, I haven't read the books, so you know I don't. They might I, be I don't saving that exactly for the. They might be up. saving the wolves for the for the Jon Snow spinoff that's coming. That would be like that would be the hook in it. This one's about dragons, and then the Jon Snow one would be about, about the dials and giants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and him just going going up north and trying to find, you know, his, uh, you know, some other some other chick, you know, yeah. <laughs> from up there. So, um, so yeah, man, this show just I, I don't know if you if you are the type of person who thinks Rings of Power is better than this, then I'm sorry, uh, you unfortunately don't deserve an opinion because yeah. it's totally wrong. And I know um, a couple. I know people, I've had conversations with multiple people that feel like it's too slow. Nothing happens. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Oh, I, I just can't even. I, got, I don't have the energy. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's just like, you know, it's it's one of those. Do you know what it is? I, you know, a lot of people, um, they just kind of sit there and they sit there almost in the quiet, just like watching these kind of things with subtitles on and stuff like that you can kind of see like you know when there's there's people like sitting there on the on the train and stuff and they haven't got earphones in and things like that and it's kind of like you know watching on a screen that's like this big and stuff you know 
those kind of people are the ones who are going to be watching this and thinking, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Because you've got to really pay attention to yeah. the dialogue and all that kind of stuff that's that's happening. And if you don't do that, then yeah, you, you're, you're kind of in trouble, man. So um, great show. Uh, you know, definitely kind of looking forward to, to to watching the next season, man, whenever it comes. So, yeah, uh, next year, I guess. <laughs> no, next year, year after next, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so yeah, it's always like that. Whenever there's a film that comes out, I'm like, oh, I've got to survive one more year so I can basically see, like, see, like, this thing happen or, or whatever, man. But, yeah, just... That that's gonna be it. Just got to survive another couple of years now, just till till I can watch that that mission that is going on, man. So, um, to move on into um some trailers, or should we go straight into Black Adam and and the review of that? Let's get trailers out of the way. Yeah. So I um I actually this uh, and it kind of links to bit bits of Black Adam, but mainly to to Guardians. This weekend was a crazy weekend of film. Like on Friday, I went to go see Black Adam um, with a, with a few mates, and then I went on um, Saturday. Uh, I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, secret oh, cinema. Oh yeah. Um, and it was weird because we got there late because we're brown and we always turn up late. Things, <laughs> right? And uh, and it was crazy. Like the people there, there were people, there was a couple of people from Singapore. There were some people there from America, some Canadians, some French people. It's like, wow, you'll come from all over the globe to this to this kind of event. And basically what it was, it was um, you were there as a Ravager and you were different teams as the Ravagers, right? And you basically got sent on different tasks and stuff like that. And you had to um, basically every time you got a task, you got some points, points went on the leaderboard. And then um, every like maybe 20, 30 minutes, there was like this klaxon that sounded. And then um, the collector would come up on the screen and say, like, you know, I've hidden this massive trunk or something somewhere like, you know, go, go and find it. So people would just go trying the cute clues try and find this kind of thing and it was it was quite jokes because we our team right there's about 300 people there and our team was actually last when we got there right and um we found a few things and then started trading stuff and basically had to go to the trading post and like speak to the ravagers there and stuff and i basically gave them like a a spider-man poster and and said to them oh it's got magical powers and all this kind of stuff <laughs> like blagging bullshit basically and um and ended up getting like forty thousand points for these like two posters that we gave which basically brought us up to second we ended up losing by 180 points to the to the first people because they actually found like this this orb thing that that was one but anyway the reason why i say that is because when I first watched, um, at the end of this, you end up, go you see a show. So they have like these actors that are dressed up like Drax and Peter Quill and all that. And they do this kind of fighting show. And it's all pretty cool, uh, kind of in front of you. And then after that, you end up seeing the film. And I thought, okay, fine. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen this for years, right? Yeah. I was quite looking forward to it. And then um, it started showing. And I was like, wait a second. There's a baby Groot in this. This ain't Guardians One. This is Guardians Two, right? And and it's my, still and, a good entertainment. Yeah, let me finish, man. Let me finish. <laughs> oh, I let me finish my story. So, so my basically, like my heart kind of dropped. And I was like, oh, oh man, Guardians Two. I hate this film when it came out. I'm not joking, Ed's. Yeah, <laughs> I watched this film, and I was like, holy shit, what did I watch before? Because this film is 
pretty flipping good, right? I don't know whether it was just the fact that everybody was there enjoying themselves, just like, you know, tapping their feet to the music. Opened your heart. Like, That's know. what it is. You usually go in with these closed, iced, ice cold heart that you just want to hate something. If it's a marble for you, want to hate it. Mate. We'll come to Black Adam in a moment. I want to hate it if it's a DC film as well, to be honest. <laughs> but, but basically, like, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I went in and I was like, bloody hell, man. This film is actually, like, super enjoyable. Like, there were things in there that, of, of course, kind of bugged me a little bit there after a while. But literally from start to finish, man, I was like, I'm enjoying the heck out of this film. The seats were so uncomfortable as well. It's like those kind of stadium seats that you kind of oh, sit in, like the really yeah. rigid plastic ones. And I, and even with all of that, it was just like, yeah, just the whole environment and everything was crazy. People cheering like mad when Stan Lee came in and stuff like that. And, you know, um, everybody was like, yeah, it just like really like a proper like opening night to a film. Um, and it was just it was just amazing. I think, um, you know, even even though everybody settled down kind of halfway through and stuff, still man i really enjoyed it so now that's got me the thing of thinking right i'm gonna watch um i'm gonna, I'm gonna okay now now you're gonna laugh <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give ragnarok another go all right and, and, see, <laughs> right, and, and see whether i change my mind on on this film um uh, because yeah i don't i don't know may, maybe i don't know maybe i was I, I think at the time i had a week that was a really terrible week and it just like so many things were not going on. i was hearing so many news of like certain things that you know weren't quite right and i was kind of just like i was really wanting something like that and then when this came i was like damn man just so enjoyable just so like you know amazing fun and Let stuff like yourself that you know have I mean? fun that's what it is you have to give yourself <laughs> look in the mirror and then give yourself permission you yeah. deserve to have fun and then the, go only... <laughs> the only one thing the only one thing that i i was you know just mortified by was when our like lead ravager was like pointing at us and was just like because we got to do the peter quill dance like oh. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like standing there like this with my hands down like oh shit you know <laughs> right and then, and then the collector the guy who's playing the collector basically comes on the mic and he's like he's like you didn't learn the, <laughs> learn the dance did you <laughs> yeah okay but, but i mean i did learn the dance but i didn't just didn't want to do it basically so that was that was it i never realized there was so much involved with these secret cinemas i just thought you just turned up and it was the film with maybe some you know a couple of actors just walking around now and again because... it was crazy i mean there was a guy who was i mean he wasn't as tall as batista and but he was almost as built as him he's mm. probably like six two built like him like you know had all the you know all the makeup and everything done really well as Drax the woman who's playing Gamora proper like almost looked like her um you know uh, Peter Quill nah he looked nothing <laughs> he looked yeah. nothing he looked like he looked like Doctor Strange Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> dressed up as as uh, as Quill you kept um, the mask but- yeah, and then they had this like, thing where they were like, the collector was, they were basically like, all these people were going, they were trying to steal this orb um, from uh, from the Guardians, from Gamora and Drax when they came in. 
and um and Gamora and Drax are like you must release Peter Quill because you know uh you kept him and stuff like that and then suddenly in the corner this like light comes up and you see this prison and then suddenly this light comes on the head and you just see him just going just going just going like that <laughs> Peter Quill basically like putting his finger up <laughs> give the middle finger and he's just like that's a joke the crowd just went crazy um, and then, um, then afterwards, like when the when the actors were getting the upper hand, like fighting against the collectors, kind of mob and stuff like that, he's like, "Enough!" Like and they, every, everybody stops, and he goes, "If you carry on, we will kill this." And then they reveal this little cage with this little Groot in that's moving around like this. And everybody's like, "Oh no, don't kill Groot like that!" <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was it was quite it's quite jokes. It's very immersive. Uh, I got to say that if they do one. If they do one like Back to the Future or something like that, that is definitely Ooh, one to go nice. to. Apparently, the Aliens one was absolutely crazy, and the Twenty Eight Days Later one was mad as well. So, um, yeah, How much I'll, was I'll see what... it was like eighty quid, eighty five quid or something. Uh, you get a you know, but you get a meal yes. and stuff like that. It, it was, I think, it was worth it, but it's only worth it because I had a, I had friends who wanted to go to it who were like you know into it there as well yeah. i think if it was just a random film like james bond or something i probably wouldn't wouldn't have gone for it you know what i mean yeah. but um but yeah it definitely softened me to guardians too so mm. so you know um so yeah i'm gonna try some other ones out and then and then see so anyway that leads on to the guardians of the galaxy holiday special because when i saw this trailer i was like I was like, yeah, man, this is exactly like what the bloody film is like. Because I had I had this kind of thing where I just like I had this thing in my head where I'm just like, if there's um if there's a particular tone for the film and it follows that tone kind of all the way through, then I'm kind of all for it. And just watching that Guardians Guardians 2 film and then seeing this holiday special, I was like, they're literally following the tone kind of all the way through. So I can I can dig this kind of thing. So um I, I don't. That, I guess that's coming around around Christmas time or Thanksgiving. I guess. Which yeah, I think November one of those isn't holidays. it? Yeah, end um, of November probably. And it, uh, it looked good. It looks yeah. like it's mainly Drax and Mantis. Even from the poster, it's just kind of just those two. So a few pop, other characters popping up, but it looks like it's mainly their adventure. Getting a uh, Kevin Bacon, Peter Quill. Yeah, <laughs> I did not expect exactly. that when I saw him. I was like, oh my god, the E guy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because I was looking at, I was thinking Kevin Bacon. Then I was just thinking, actually, he's been in all these flash dance, not flash dance. You know, those what do they call it, Footloose, and all Footloose. those kind of things. Those eighties, yeah, yeah, which he, which he would have remembered, right? So, uh, you know, yeah, it just, um, it's, it just looks, it just looks so enjoyable, man. Just definitely one of those things. Like, I think I need to get the kids to watch Guardians One and Guardians Two, and then you know we'll go and watch watch this mission there as well before it comes out. So. Yeah, that that is my new my new project, man. So that definitely looked entertaining. And then we also saw um, Ant Man, Ant Man, and the Wasp: Quantumania uh, yeah. trailer there as well. So it's interesting because always like Ant Man and Ant what well, Ant Man originally, and then Ant Man and the Wasp kind of um, it's it's interesting compared to some of the other films because the stakes have always been slightly lower, right? Mm. And it's always like a little bit of kind of like okay, we've had this mad crazy event that is going on. And then it's kind of like enjoyable to watch a smaller caper kind of thing yeah. going on with this. But with this, it looks looks big, like 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 a big uh, kind of state. Unintended, but on. technically is 
smaller states because they're in the quantum verse and they're, you know, it's a tiny universe, which made it look like Star Trek, though. I like the fact that you really get a sense that there's all these different creatures and beings and really out there abstract visuals. I'm, I'm totally into. Yeah. But, but it's like so funny because you kind of think like this is so small, like, <laughs> could somebody just stamp on this thing and destroy this entire world or whatever that is underneath there? Um, it's it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, man. So it's like um, you know they um, I, what I don't understand is it seems like a lot. Um, there seems to be idiot kids making idiot decisions. Right? I know, and, man. So there's like so so we had like we had like uh, Peter Parker like yep. you know making his his stupid wish and now we've got now we've got um ant-man's daughter who i think looks like a different actress I, doesn't yeah like yeah, yeah. they were they were replaced yeah that was a bit of a controversy when it happened because that actress who was in the um which one was it infinity wars was the first mm-hmm. it was infinity wars yeah she was like bummed in it she was like i never had a chance to really she was really excited in it when she got that role yes, yeah like, researching her character and all the things that happened to her character in the comics and she was like training and then they switched her out with this slightly more well known with yeah. a Nickelodeon actress and it's like I feel sorry for the other chick man she was fine exactly just like why why but anyway they they got rid of her and now obviously this this um kid has made a dumb decision and the dumb decision is basically just uh oh okay <laughs> I've made access to the to the quantum realm. And it's like you know the grandma's like you. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? What have you done? Like you know. Um, so um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, obviously they're going down uh, like into this tiny below kind of you know um, b- uh, below kind of atomic uh, world basically, and this the whole kind of thing is it. And you're right, it really has that kind of a more kind of like. Um, uh, you know, like the the early Star Trek, rather yeah. than you know, um, but it has that kind of strange new worlds kind of, uh, yeah. you know, and 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 Shatner kind of style of, um, you know, of world, which is quite interesting. I think it's something that is interesting to see. Um, I'm always interested when I look at these kind of things, like thinking, um, is this stuff in the in the books or not? And I, I have no real idea. So. Um, kind of uh, my plan is obviously after this when when it comes out maybe check out some of the books and see where there's something like this there as well because it'll be it'll be quite a bit worth worth looking at and then seeing so um you know the uh this is the thing like we were talking about there last time about you have to kind of watched everything Mm -hmm. this this is the one that always the one kind of thing there with with mcu because um like at the end my friend hasn't seen loki right so we're watching this trailer together at work and he's like he's like who's that guy i was like it's kang he's like damn there's nothing like kang right i was like yeah but it's like kang from like loki and like it's it's like uh but i think it's like a different version like a variant version or something like that that one so yeah he's like like, i think technically it will look like him because i think he's gonna have have some sort of mask in a helmet mm. to go with the suit so then it would have that purple head look that we know and love so and he's like he's like oh I'm gonna have to watch Loki now aren't I? I'm like yeah. I don't so think you got it, half a year. I don't think it will make that. a difference honestly. I think they'll they know that there's gonna be people that haven't watched it, so mm-hmm. they're gonna reintroduce this character to that new audience. But if you have seen Loki, you'll get that little extra context. But you'll still be able to enjoy it just as fun. I, I reckon it'll be fun. They yeah. Good at balance yeah. 
yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what they come out with when there's uh, uh usually with Marathon there's not that many confused faces when people come out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not uh, I would I would assume there was something like that. Although I don't know, like looking at Doctor Strange in the context of not seeing WandaVision. Oh you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you know yeah. that I think a lot of that you kind of think what the hell actually happened there um, you know, with these two but, kids she's going on about it she's stalking for all these universes. yeah exactly yeah. exactly like it you know how much sense it would actually make there would is is tricky but i don't know man i'm i i'm i'm, I'm all when they do stuff like that when it's something from a tv show that they're referencing in the movies i'm surprised they don't start these movies with like a little recap it doesn't even have to be mm. part of the movie just be like a little video that will just give a nice little uh, recap of what has happened to get to this point yeah yeah even if they kind of incorporated it somehow rather than just like a whole load of exposition and and stuff you know just actually just yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be quite good but i think they assume that everybody's kind of like apple like if you you know you have people who love apple they buy every apple product in demand i think in the same thing in this they expect people to consume every single product that they have there basically so um yeah, so that that's another thing, obviously, to to look forward to. Um, should we go through the James Gunn gun stuff and then go through the the Black Adam review afterwards? What do you want to do it? Caught it, so, suggested it. Remember, I said it like James Gunn would be great to do this. You know, if he's willing to put in the time, but he's a creative. Has he got time to do to be like the the mastermind? But then they gave him, but. There's this other guy who's probably going to take care of more of the pencil pushing stuff. Yeah, so he's so he's obviously in charge of the creative, and then this this um, this other guy Saka is like in in charge of the um, the production and budgets and all that kind of stuff there as well. And I think um, you know there's been a lot of talk on the DC forums about oh no James Gunn everything's going to be like Suicide Squad, but the the one thing you have to see about James Gunn is this right. Um, when he was making much, much smaller films, much more indie films and stuff like that, he really did fight for, um, you know, for the writers and the and the directors to have their vision of the mm-hmm. films that he was kind of making. And I think that's the thing is that basically um, what kind of role he's going to be doing is pretty much letting directors and stuff kind of kind of do their thing. But also at the same time, if somebody comes up to you and shows you a script and says this, this, and this, then you look at it and say, ah, that doesn't quite make sense. Can you change this up around a little bit? Just do that. They really need somebody like that. Um, and James Gunn, um, he's actually made a statement about this now as well. He's basically said um, that um, the uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Harley Quinn are the tent pole characters within this franchise right yeah so so obviously like we know superman henry cavill um batman i don't know what batman (laughs) we got we got two at the moment um so so, well yeah three actually we've got three we've got an old man who got paid two mil for just doing nothing basically (laughs) for a glorified cameo um and um and yeah and then uh then obviously wonder woman i don't know it's wonder woman still still a part of i don't know what's going on and then obviously jason momoa is jason momoa right so you know that i come back and uh can i i guess go on go on for whatever so yeah i mean shout out to eds for for calling this a while back saying james gunn will be 
be good at doing this kind of role. My my thing was Lindelof, right? But he, he ain't gonna do anything anything like this ever. Um, but James, I, I think, think he would have been good in that role. But yes, all right. I think I think you're you're right. Like it needs to be, uh, however much you want something to be creative and different and all that kind of stuff. There's probably a lot of people who, if they watched um, a film version of the Watchmen series in the cinema would probably be like, oh, I don't quite like this as a yeah. you know superhero kind of property. So you had, yeah. So you have to have stuff that is for the masses there as well. And James Gunn is a master of getting stuff for the masses there. So um, I kind of, I kind of think as long as, as long as he doesn't make everything his tone yeah. and let certain things have its, have their own thing, then I think that that will that will kind of work. The interesting thing is going to be how him and the Rock kind of, you know, come up against each other. Rock um, is the obstacle. He's <laughs> the obstacle. He, he really is. <laughs> he could ruin it all. Um, because obviously, with the Rock, he's got his own, you know, ego and way of doing stuff and yeah. things like that. And uh, and obviously, like we're going to talk in the in the Black Adam review, he's obviously got got boosted by being able to pull something off um there that you know a, a lot of people have been asking for there for a while so um you know he's um you know he's obviously got his ego is probably now sky high to to mm-hmm. another level of ego right um and james gunn is not one of these people who's going to be like you know uh go and you know uh, go and uh do whatever you want it's just he is going to check stuff and looking at black adam he probably does need to check stuff um but um but <laughs> Uh, it's interesting, like there's so much beef like between DC Marvel fans and stuff like that there online. And it's like um, when Kevin Feige was asked about James Gunn uh, doing the DC, uh, you know, making it, uh, being the head of the DCU and stuff. His first thing was, um, I'm going to be first in line to anything that James Gunn comes up with. with a ticket, so it's yeah. like, so, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, between these actual people, of course, there's a friendly rivalry because you want to be the people who makes the most money and does all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's not really as much as, as we it's like to... always the case. It's always the case that when people kind of pick their little tribes, the people that they're, they're actually cheering for, they all hang out together. They're all just friends and buddies. And it's just, for them, they're just laughing. They're just getting money. They don't care. Yeah, it's like these politicians and stuff. They rip each other, like, you know, to another level. And then, like, you see them, like, after they're retired, they're all just sitting around the same table, chilling. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's just like, you knew that all the time they were just doing that. They were just, they were just, you know, basically roasting each other for for no kind of reason, man. So, yeah, um, a lot to look forward to there. And I think, you know, if if you are a DC fan, um, then, you know, uh, there are things there that that you can take a lot of uh, a lot of kind of positives from um and i've been recently you know over uh, it's a difficult task but i've been kind of like slowly trying to take on um zack snyder not fans but fanatics over the past kind of like few weeks or so um basically like saying like okay look i i liked zach's stuff and i you know i liked his vision and all that kind of stuff but the fact that a lot of people just continuously come out and say oh yeah it's like 
this you know it's like the comic book because in in one obscure panel in superman birthright superman did this and blah blah or like let's get a picture of of lex luther alexander luther that looks very slightly like uh like uh you know the actor there in in bvs um and you know the main thing about snyder is he had his vision for the way the way he wanted to do it and is very loosely based uh on the comic books right you know i i'm a dc comic book fan like crazy and a lot of these kind of characters there that they were showing okay i recognize them and i recognize what they were doing but they were not very similar to the kind of stuff that i have there behind me he so, didn't get superman right that's yeah, the biggest I, crime for him in my opinion he just wasn't superman i think all the characters weren't weren't as a, if you're if you're a dc comics fan right and you watch these films and uh, you looked at it from a, a purely comic book to film standpoint, you couldn't recognize most of the characters. Because Flash, you're like, why is Barry Allen behaving like that? You know, Aquaman, why is, why is he behaving like that? I can't quite <laughs> he understand needed it. it. <laughs> he needed it he's because a, a boring bro- character. Yeah, but, he's a bit too but, bro-y maybe, but yeah, he needed to fix up. You know, and, and and maybe Batman. I could I could kind of guess like if he's going for Dark Knight Returns, Batman kind of seems kind of similar. Um, but then the the thing with the thing with Superman is that his arc was too shortened, right? You can't have like Superman basically feeling that everybody's against him in Man of Steel, and you know having to kill the last person of his. Uh, you know, of of his species, in effect, um, you know, of, of 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 his uh, of his people, and killing the last the last one off it, and then um, in the next films, there being once again like, oh, everybody's against me, bloody blah, blah, because then your arc is right now. I've become the main, and now I've become Superman. Now I've become Superman from the comic books. Now I've become uh, the way that I am, the last Boy Scout. You know, Superman is basically. Um, a really amped up version of Captain America, just like you know, yeah. just the crazy, crazy powers. And you know, he doesn't, he doesn't like you know, um, he'll always go back his friends, help people out, but he won't be like Batman, where it's like you know, brooding or you know, um, like Jason in some parts of Batman v Superman, I was thinking he's he's quite Jason Toddy in his kind of, his yeah, kind of yeah. outlook, you know what I mean? It still annoys me in Batman v Superman that he just seemed to accept that Wonder Woman's appearance and didn't be like, oh my god, are you, are you Kryptonian? Like, he didn't, no one questioned what she was. She just turned up and they were like, oh, was she with you? Oh, I thought she was with you. This superhero-powered yeah. chick who just turned up and no one even, there's no conversation about it. Considering the whole thing was him thinking about him being by himself, yeah, right? exactly. That, he's, that he had nobody else. He could be thinking, "Are you a Kryptonian?" That's like, you know, exactly. has no idea. You know what I mean? But, but, but that's the thing. So, uh, however much I, you know, I like Zach's films, and you know, I've seen BBS multiple times, Man of Steel multiple times, and and I liked it. I am looking forward to a more um, comic book accurate representation of. Uh, those characters there and for me batman doesn't matter you can put it in batman in any kind of way that you want to portray it it always comes out amazing uh but mm. but when you when you show these other characters uh apart from batman and robin i guess but basically like if you if you put 
um these other characters that are in it they they the whole point is kind of using the bat stories that are in the books um so that you can flesh them out a lot better you know what i mean so i'm looking forward to that man um but yeah and also like the fact that because he can write and he knows how to put together a cohesive script when the script comes past his desk that's like you know the black adam script he he could have fixed that a bit man he needed the once over with someone that's actually good with dialogue and shit to actually make characters you give a damn about yeah yeah and and <laughs> i will be talking about that uh next i guess right <laughs> <laughs> so guys uh let's get to it the uh the big review of the week or the, <laughs> the few weeks there or whatever um black adam uh warning there will be spoilers in this um whether you can spoil much without most of it being on the internet already i i don't yeah. really know but everybody um, knows at this point the big secret everybody knows what is going on um shout out to the oracle who basically just got everything completely spot on nailed from, it you know uh from, from start to finish um and black adam i mean it it was certainly a movie right it was um, a, it was a movie it was um that it was it was a movie um okay i mean i i gotta say i didn't absolutely hate this film um and i did like it in certain kind of like wow um in certain kind of parts and stuff um however the way that i liked it is kind of like um an analogy of um there's a there's a restaurant in the uk called pizza hut and basically at Pizza Hut, they have this thing called Ice Cream Factory, right? And it's basically where you just go to this kind of one corner, this ice cream kind of comes out of this kind of machine out of the wall and you put all these random toppings and stuff on it, right? And um, when you're there, you're just like, ah, oh, you know what, I'll have an ice cream factory, right? Because it's, <laughs> it's kind of there and stuff. But if somebody said to you, do you want to go out for an ice cream factory? You'd be like, no <laughs> because okay it, it's kind of like okay you like the ice cream because it's sweet and it tastes all right and stuff like that but it's like you wouldn't go out of your way to go and partake in that there basically and this is the has, way that I've, because it has no substance i think that's where you're getting at it's got no real yeah it's just kind of it it kind of satisfies that that basic animal instinct kind of thing but nothing else not there behind for me it. not for me <laughs> um so, so for so for me when i when i watched this film um i i gotta say like there's so many things to say about this thing um but um but to start off with i kind of i looked at this film in in four different parts right and the kind of the first quarter of this film i was enraged right <laughs> when i say i was enraged i was like my mate was saying to me are you all right mate because i was visibly agitated explain pissed off um the reason why is this right okay so i've heard a lot of reviews about this film and i've heard a lot of people say finally we have a uh arab based superhero film it's amazing we've got diversity on screen etc 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 
And I actually put this on our Facebook page because I actually put up pages because I read comic books. I'm like half of these bloody people comment on these kind of things. I put up pictures of, of uh, Black Adam in 52. I put up pictures of um, Black Adam in JSA Black Rain, where he's speaking Arabic and actually says, I'm speaking Arabic. Now, now in this film, the problem with this film is that this film smacks to me off committee made filmmaking right and it reminds me of like you know that that simpsons episode where homer meets his bro- long lost brother yeah yeah and, and then make the canyonero right i want to feel on that one i feel the same way i feel like actually i said on the other podcast talking about the movies go check it out that it feels like if you ever read those scripts where it's written by an ai Holy these shit. things are popping up like you just <laughs> like you just that put, cobra kai yeah one. you just put like whatever 10 popular films of the last decade or something feed mm-hmm. it into the ai and it just churns out a script this is the script it will come up with you're probably right you're probably right um the reason why i was enraged about this is because okay black adam right he does he does exist in the times of like pre-pharaoh times right and basically like the stuff that happens to him is there but in essence when he is uh the protector of kandak he is the protector of a iraqi stroke iranian stroke egyptian uh nation right okay now what they've done in this film is that they kind of put stuff up that kind of looked like arabic but wasn't quite arabic got the people to kind of speak an ang- a language that was kind of like Arabic, but not Arabic, even in lots of different films when they have like, when they show somewhere, anywhere, even like, you know, any film that is made like, uh, like even American Sniper, for example, mm. you will have the standard Muezzin in the background doing the call to prayer because mm. that's the only way we're going to know it's in the Middle East. They even took that out because this film i'm telling you smacks of committee and really really i think they bottled it there's a scene yeah there is a scene in the trailer where black adam goes and he destroys two f-35s right now currently the only people who have land-borne f-35s are the americans um other people have seaborne uk we got seaborne f-35s um and we've also got raf a-35s but we don't actually have ones that are kind of in operation right the only ones who have that are the americans in the trailer there is a scene where black adam goes and he destroys two um two f-35s in the film there's these random ass bikes that have made up of some futuristic i don't know what the hell it is it didn't fit which is so bizarre because it's like what time is this madness occurring in right and at this, uh, when I looked at it, I was like, right, what's happened is here. They've shown this to somebody and they're like, oh, where are we the bad guys now? Amer- you're showing Americans as the bad guys. We can't have that. And they've taken all Arabic references out of it, all Middle Eastern references. Um, they've taken out. Um, there's even a thing in the in the credits that I that I looked for because they didn't mention it throughout the entire thing, even though on um the imd 
B page, it says this this uh, actor and actress with the different name on it. But I'll explain that in a second. But they removed all of that. They removed the F-35s because they do not want to see Black Adam being a hero for the Arab people against the Americans. And they bottled it in this. And I've got to say, um, to me, it's shameful because in whatever you say about Black Panther, they, they did not bottle it in that, right? They basically were just like, right, okay, we're going to show that um we you know they talked about slavery they talked about you know the the way the killmonger was talking about stuff there they didn't bottle it at all in this they bottled it because they knew that they were like right how can we show the americans as bad guys that's the rock though he 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 operates by just surfing the middle ground to try to please everybody and just be you know the thing that appeals to the common denominator yeah, now, now, now the other thing about this, and we'll talk about some other bits there as well, but one of the things there about this that I I found, um, which is the reason why I kind of kind of liked it, I'm not going to say I really liked it or whatever, but I kind of liked it is that I saw bits of potential in this film, right? And I saw bits that if there was a better writer, a better, um, you know, they did reshoots in this, and it's like they could have corrected half this stuff. I don't understand. That's why I mentioned the James Gunn thing. It just needed a once-over, but it still would have needed a better actor to lead it, because he was just a piece of wood in this, in my opinion. And this isn't just me being anti-rock, because I'm the guy that doesn't <laughs> like rock. He's just bad. This is nothing. Everyone keeps going on about him having so much charisma. Where is it? Where has it been for the last 10 years? Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got to say, like, um, in this, um, the Justice Society was bringing them in was the wrong thing. I mean, they ne- that, they shouldn't even been in this. They film. distracted from what could have been time to actually build characters and motivations for things. Exactly. And the villain that actually and the villain. <laughs> and why it's the backwards is so random that the back didn't even need to be in it. Obviously, we'll, I'll, we'll talk about this in a moment. But the main, the main thing is okay now. It just takes you literally. You're 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 making films for DC. They must have access to every single bloody comic book that DC has ever made. All you need to do is look in there and say, "Oh, wait a second. Um, Teth Adam met Naboo and Hawkman back in the day, right? So maybe yes. you create a little bit of thing where now there's Naboo. Naboo remembers Teth Adam the way that he was." And we have Hawkman, who also remembers after his multiple reincarnations something because he doesn't remember a hundred percent in the comic books. He kind of forgets yeah. more and more as it goes along. I'm but not he DC remembers. Guy, but even I was thinking, isn't <laughs> Hawkman supposed to be of uh, an Egyptian, uh, you know, f- uh, foundation? Like, why isn't there some sort of crossover there? Yes. Of these people knowing each other, but meh, meh. exactly. And then, and then you can have a little bit of creative license and say that Hawkman and not, not, um, not uh, what's it called, uh, Kent, but Nabu saw this um, this ascension to Black Adam, and when it comes to the present day and Black Adam has come back, it makes now way more sense that the Justice Society are like, oh, we need to go and stop this, and they didn't need Atom Smasher or Cyclone. It would have just been Nabu and Hawkman that are like, we've seen him in the past we're now got to stop him now because what he did in the past was destroy that entire civilization and it would have made a hundred times more sense and it would have given way way more kind of um uh gravitas to like the whole 
kind of thing that was going on. And literally, it just would have taken somebody who knows a little bit about DC Comics to say, actually, wait a second, don't don't you know that Hawkman and Naboo actually met Black Adam back in the world, Teth Adam, back in the day? Uh, Why don't we change it up a little bit and do that? And I'm telling you, it would have been a hundred times better. But they wanted to put the Justice Society in which is bizarre. They live in this massive house. They have this bloody plane that is kind of like the, the Xavier mansion, the Xavier <laughs> mansion. And there's four of them. I mean, come on. And two are rookies. Two are rookies. That is not the justice society. That is two. And, and Kent doesn't even live in that place. He, he had to turn up there. So the only person who's there in that massive place is bloody Hawkman. And he's like, you know, oh, I'm going to get this random atom smasher and flipping cyclone. It- ridiculous it's a nitpick and i think you might have actually mentioned this like from one of the trailers but because i avoided most of the trailers it only really hit me while i was watching the film but that the grounds opened up way too fast for that ship to come up it's a nitpick i know but it just (laughs) the physics of it just was so off yeah it's uh it's just bizarre i mean that whole setup there i just thought was just just silly they didn't need to be in it they would have made much. They could have played out Hawkman and um, and Doctor Fate way more because they were the most two interesting characters in this. Pierce Brosnan um, was the best. Yeah, Pierce like Brosnan him. was the best. Um, but, but yeah, but the thing the thing about this is that it's it's weird. Like you know, like you're saying about the AI. So I'm yeah. watching this. And I'm thinking while I'm watching this, I'm thinking, holy shit, Shabai- Shia LaBeouf is a badass actor isn't he because he played that annoying little shit kid in transformers right who basically was going around and stuff and now we have annoying little shit character in this who basically is speaking to black adam in a similar way that shia labeouf was speaking to optimus prime right we also have this is another (sighs) this is another jokes because because my sister pointed this out and i didn't see it till afterwards i was like oh yeah um Edward Furlong, always cycling on his bike, Yeah, right? He's got Terminator. He's got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator 2. And he's always saying to him, you can't do this. You can't do that. Giving him punchlines and stuff. Yeah. This kid is always going around doing on his little skateboard. Thing. In the ridiculous the situations where he really shouldn't be using the skateboard because it was just impractical. It was not. <laughs> yeah. Using a skateboard at a, at a checkpoint where you can get shot and stuff. It was kind of like this film wanted to be Terminator and um, and Transformers so badly. Even it was just better Shia LaBeouf reference though. Uh, Constantine. He was the same thing in that. He was like, mm-hmm. remember, he was the cab driver. He was like the, the annoying friend, but he was still likable in that role. He, they, he didn't overstay his welcome. It was perfectly done. It's amazing how good... You look back at these things and you actually realize Shia LaBeouf is actually oh. a bloody good actor. You know, he's what I mean? always been good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so obviously there's that there as well. And then you know we have um, we have his mum who in this is um, Shahi. Uh, Adriana Tomas, which is in she is in the comic books, right? But I even watched this to the credits because I'm I'm like I am sure, and this is another thing where I know they bottled it and reshot this, right? I'm sure it said that she was Isis on uh, IMDb. And I watched to the end and it said uh, S- Sarah, what, I don't know what her name is. Sarah, Sarah Shahi. Uh, something. Shahi. Um, uh, Adriana Tamar's stroke Isis. And I was like, when did Isis come in this? Right? 
because the whole point is is that Adriana Tomas in the comic books is basically like treated so badly that Black Adam sees something in her and just says, right, I'm going to get this power from basically from um, from underground where, where Shazam is. They go underground. Shazam is there. They say to him, can you release this power? He releases the power. He gives it to her and she turns into Isis. Now, why would you mention that she's Isis when there's zero mention in this entire film of her being it? Unless there was something in there where she turned into Isis and they watched it. And some Americans watched this and they were like, oh, ISIS. Yeah. Are we men hate ISIS? Maybe they did the same thing that they did in the Shazam movie where he said, grabbed her and said the Shazam word and transferred some of that power to her like he did with his Shazam family. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went and fought against Sabak or whatever. Sabak as well did not need to be in this, right? Okay. I understand this this kind of thing of... um, trying to get an artifact and stuff is played out like crazy we've seen it so many it was times vibranium but... it was just but, like yeah. <laughs> the ball. what was it called <laughs> it was bloody fucking vibranium Eternium or something Eternium. like that right? which at the very beginning of the film was shown to be a weakness to black adam but it never came back as a yes. weak no one ever used it except for that yes. little force field thing what which which makes no sense to me is like basically why bring back Sabak? You don't need to. Why don't you just have um, the people who you're fighting against intergang, which are in the comic books? Okay, fine. If you're going to use intergang, use intergang. But then uh, basically the guy who's playing Sabak, the whole point was them trying to get this crown. Did Intergang know that he was trying to bring Sabak back? The whole point in getting that crown would have been that, and they also had this, they also had Eternium, like the bikes were running yeah. on Eternium. They could have, ru- they could have suicided into him. He probably would have died. Yeah, that's you that's what, what I, mean? I didn't get, because there was that one shot where he was grabbing onto those bikes and ripping, looking for the kid. And I'm yeah. thinking, shouldn't he be getting weak by being, because we've shown that he's vulnerable to this stuff. But it, they just decided to just throw just, it out and just not bother just, him just bizarre just bizarre man and um basically like i mean there were there were some things like i i think kind of when i look at this kind of thing this for me black adam is the wrong project right for dc anyway black adam is a character that gets brought in way way after kind of everyone else because when i look when i look at black adam and i see the kind of stuff that is occurring there so okay black adam is a big character in dc but i honestly can't see how the what the rock has read i think he's read 52 only i I literally think he's only read that because if you read things like he he was talking in his interview about jsa black rain mate you ain't read jsa black rain because if you did you would know he is a proper villain he doesn't like do wise cracking and all this kind of stuff he literally murders up people you know what i mean he's a jock he was always a jock he hasn't read any of this shit he just probably saw a few pictures and thought Mm, they're never going to cast me to play Superman. This guy, he's brown. I could kind of get away with being uh, whatever he is. <laughs> let me let me try and get this made and turn him into yeah. a hero. Yeah. And and once again, another another thing there as well, and this is my conspiracy theory that comes in there now, um, because I've said this there before. I think even if they didn't bottle it on the, um, on the Sarah Shahi ISIS thingy, um, the whole point is that when Black Adam, um, Black Adam basically is just a law unto himself. Mm. He goes and he like just he'll 
he'll destroy anything he'll just like he's just like oh i don't like criminals just kills them and this is quite gory like he does like rip up stuff and obviously there's no blood and things but he, he is yeah. quite kind of brutal and things but he does do that kind of stuff but when adriana tomas turns into um isis um she's kind of like betty ross to to hulk to him like she will say to him like dude and he is smitten like literally he is like smitten by her in the mm. books and i've said there before like i don't think that the rock can pull off um i don't think he can pull Promise. off like uh yeah, yeah. and 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 making it look like you know him and this other person are meant to be together like he's very you know yeah asexual yeah when was this shot it was shot like just Originally. before covid yeah because it was going to be released do in... you think that they saw moon knight as well and got a little worried when um red scarab turned up you know because that was a similar dynamic mm. there where you know this chick who's just been you know hanging out the love interest and then she suddenly has powers and they're fighting together do you think they were like ah, they did it better than what we are planning to do with our version. And that kind of also fed into um, some of those reshoots. I think maybe, I think, I think maybe the thing with that is that, um, you know, you've actually got an actor in Moon Knight who can, who can pull off um, acting and make it convincingly look like, uh, you know, he's like impressed and smitten by yeah. by the it was just woman a who plays the only executed version of what they had in their rough car. Yeah. They were like, oh god, we gotta change this. As I, I mean, as well as the ISIS the, thing. Yeah, you look at all of the stuff that The Rock has has done, and okay, fine. He's like the whole point in this was basically. Uh, I think they changed it a lot, and I think they changed it more to like an interaction between him and the boy, as opposed to him and her. Because they were setting up her as the main kind of thing right at the start, because it was kind of like, she's the one who goes in, she's the one who goes and says this, all this kind of stuff. And then it kind of turned into a hero worship kind of thing, like, um, like uh, you know, uh, Freddie with Billy when he turns yeah. into Shazam, right? And uh, and that that whole thing there, I think with The Rock kind of works, but it's weird, like it, it really is odd that... It, I think if they did this there in the future and it's like, he's meant to be smitten by this character. And then it's like, Oh, I want you to become a goddess. I'm going to turn you into ISIS. And then we're going to rule this Kandak and all this kind of stuff there. I think it's going to be extremely difficult for him to be able to pull that off. Cause he's never been able to do it there before. And I think maybe they did do it and the audience looked at it and like, Oh, this is not very convincing. I kind of just, it's just like really stale and kind of like, you know, just, just, um, just uh, he he comes across uh, good as like a dad or whatever and is like you know oh oh i'm the dad of the family and i've got to protect my family but what he doesn't come come up as is like oh okay like a romantic lead like you know um yeah. like like somebody else can kind of pull off so yeah. so that I, mirror. unless he's in front of mirror when he's looking at himself <laughs> right um so so yeah i mean the um shout out once again to the oracle there as well where um when i saw dr fate walking up those steps and i was just like i beg you don't kill dr fate don't kill dr fate right because dr fate being killed by sabat is nonsense right (laughs) it's absolute it's nonsense nonsense. and it's a waste of pierce brosnan who i would have wanted to see do more like to see him 
alongside whatever version of uh, Constantine they decide to go with, whether it's the mm. Reeves one or some other one. That would have just been cool because he's so good. But now yeah. they've gotten rid of him and now you're going to have some other... Ugh. Unless they make it a prequel, that's the only way they can go about it, yeah. I guess. But the the main the main thing with this is like, okay, um, for those of you guys who don't know, um, one of one of Naboo's big powers is basically opening portals to other dimensions and then sending people there, right? And many times in the comic books, Doctor Fate has opened up a portal and just chucked somebody to another dimension, right? Mm. So you're telling me that he's going to get defeated by Sabak is just the biggest joke known to man because literally all that would have happened is portal opened up by Sabak, see you later, we're done. I don't need to worry about that there anymore. Could have done the same to Black Adam, open up a portal, there you go, mate. <laughs> go to another yeah. place, done. Um, but to kill off Dr. Fate is flipping nonsense, mate. Honestly, it's absolute nonsense. And I understand they couldn't kill off Atom Smasher or anything like that. Why but once again, yeah, they were barely characters to be honest. Cyclone, again, I swear, sorry, but they came Cyclone came up with way better Red Cyclone when it was on the TV than this Vapor Mist chick who was barely a Cyclone. I think she did one or two little spinny things. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and I kind of once again, I kind of think this is a missed opportunity. Now, if you're not going to put in Isis and you're just going to have her as a random character who's basically going, okay, Adriana Tomas, who is in the comic books, but a very different version to what is in this film. Then you should have just called her somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then you should have called, um, you should have called, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the the young lad, Eamon Tomas. Instead of being Eamon Tomas, he could have been Khal- Khalid Ben Talal. And then basically, okay, fine, Dr. Fate dies. And then the helmet appears at the end of the film in his room because that's what happens in the comic books. And then comic book fans are like, oh, right, they're giving it to Carlin. Now, if they decided to put Dr. Fate there and do all the prequels and stuff, um, then, you know, then they could go ahead and do that. And I would much rather they didn't kill off Dr. Fate, but if they did do it, at least make it that it's like, you know, you, you've shown that, okay, fine, we know a little bit about it and we're passing on uh, you know, Naboo's helmet is going on somebody else, which is actually like it's a curse rather than you know, yeah. rather than a which they uh, didn't rather than a better convey at all in this. Yeah, it's supposed to be this uh, curse. He had a few. I mean, you know, Pierce Brosnan had a few like you know, uh, flash forwards, but there wasn't like you know, he was just like totally um, you know, kind of like PTSD and stuff mm. like that. You know, the way that he was. Um, and you know there was too much, too much craziness of like he's still in control when he's got the helmet on. Like Naboo should have been in total control. There's no way you're just taking the flipping helmet off and you know doing all of that. You know the Doctor Fate in the in the in the cartoon version of Constantine is is better, is better than the one that they uh, you know the one that they bloody did. So yeah, that that I just kind of think was just just nonsense. Um, there's obviously this big CGI battle there at the end, uh, you know, ends up fighting Sabak yeah. and all, all this kind of stuff there. And, um, and yeah, and also another thing about bottling it, I, I'm sorry, Ed, I could just, I could roast this film forever, but I just kind of, just, <laughs> kind of thing I just remember stuff to roast. In, um, in the comic books, um, Black Adam kills his nephew, right? Because his nephew is, has got the power of, uh, of the wizards. And he gives it to him because basically he's dying. Uh, so he gives it to his uncle. 
And his uncle's like, right, I've got the power there now. And then the son is, uh, the, the nephew's like, you know what, we need to give this power back. We can't have this power. It's totally crazy, all that kind of stuff there. And then um, to keep the power, um, Tess Adam kills his nephew. He murders his nephew and takes the takes the power on. Now, you know how how mad that is, that basically like the power makes you so drunk that you take this thing on and you basically murder somebody to do it. Mm. And then afterwards, you're kind of like, okay, uh, I've got to atone for that. That's way more powerful than the stupidity that they did there with this. It's like, oh, my son was meant to have it, but I couldn't save my son. What? What is that? I don't even get that. Why are you angry about that? You should be, you know, this is just this is stupidity. Like, you know, the, the whole point is, is that, um, you know, the, if you've... You, you're this horrible murderous person and now you've got a tone for it which is why the comic books are so powerful but like i said he ain't read a comic book so you know he he didn't know about that so so anyway um the best part of this film was obviously right right it literally was it really was (laughs) Uh, after the whole thing is said and done uh we end up seeing amanda waller um you know, contacting Black Adam uh, and basically just saying to him, like, look, stay in Kandak, you know, don't move away from there because, you know, um, you know, we're going to come and get you. And he's like, well, nothing on this earth can stop me. <laughs> and I was like, I, I beg you, bring out Shazam now. <laughs> Doing his, uh, his, uh, his little dance and stuff. That would have been hilarious. But, um, but yeah, um, basically, like, um, then obviously, like, you know, we hear Cavill walking in, we see the shadow, see the smoke, we see Cavill walking in and, he, and he's like, you know, we need to talk. Um, it's been a long time since, you know, um, since I've heard people speak those kind of, you know, things things about somebody else. So, uh, you know, that is obviously brings hope in the fact that, okay, fine, we got, we potentially got Superman stuff that is coming up there as well. Careful, but... but And Cavill back there as well, but at the same time it leaves a little kind of bit of taste in my mouth because i kind of think we had to have had this first um in order to in order to do that and i kind of um i actually did i i wrote into one of the big um uh what's it called uh movie kind of radio shows there uh again basically this week just saying like um how like if if you weren't a, a big comic book fan right if you weren't somebody who's read all the JSA stuff and Black Adam stuff and Dr. Fate and all this kind of stuff, would you actually give a stuff about what's going on in this film? Right. The answer is probably no. I mean, like with me, I look at it and this is the reason why I say I kind of liked it, but even though I say I kind of liked it, I say probably two and a half out of five is one of my rating for this film. That Um, But the only reason why I would say I could say, okay, I liked it. It's because I'm like, wow, man, it's Dr. Fate on the screen. You know what I mean? Or to see like, these characters brought to life, yeah. You know, do- oh my enough. God, this Dr. I've never seen Dr. Fate. I like Hawkman looked amazing. I mean, it's, uh, there's some annoying things with Hawkman, but just to see like the fact that Hawkman's on the screen is flipping amazing, man. Just like, just, just to see that, it's just incredible. Um, but then at the same time, there's no kind of, substance behind it and it's no the sense. same the same as that ice cream factory man it gives you that little kind of sweet taste and stuff like that but it's not like anything that you're going to go out of your way to kind of do or see um i'd be interested to know 
what the original cut of this was because there definitely was ISIS in the even on um uh what's it called? Uh, I think you're right about the Shazam thing because even on uh, Amon Tomaz, it says Amon Tomaz stroke Osiris. Mm. So I think he there probably gave those two powers. And instead of him being trapped away with Amanda Waller and all that, it was yeah. probably like, okay, you had to learn to sacrifice. And he gave some of his power, like his son gave his power to him. Mm. He gave his power to yeah. these other two. And Osiris, Isis, and um, and Black Adam defeated Sabat. That's what I reckon happened. Um, but what, what makes me a little sad is that it's, re- it's, it's Shazam. Like, I can't see that Shazam mm-hmm. and this Black Adam ever look sharing the screen together. And they say it will happen at some point. But the version of Shazam that we've gotten is so kind of goofy. And it's more Disney than any of the Disney superhero stuff like mm. that. Even though I didn't hate Shazam film, but it is very much a kid's superhero film. Yeah. And to yeah, see so... these two characters facing each other, just, uh, I can't so see you it. know, you know, that's interesting because I thought felt exactly the same way, but um, in this this one here, sorry guys, I'm just obviously you can't see this, but basically Ed's can. This book here, yep. this Shazam book, um, this is made in 2020. This is from Jeff Johns, the Shazam one, right? Mm. This in this book, they actually answer that question. So they the Shazam in that book, it is the goofy dumbass stupid shazam that we see like in the film Mm. and he fights against black adam in this book and the way they they structure it is in a way that it's like he's goofy he's dumb he thinks that black adam is some kind of just like joke of a character he's come there to you know be be friends with him and all this kind of stuff and um he he basically gets battered by black adam to start off with um, and he realizes that he's got to basically, you know, uh, step up to kind of be able to go and they take uh, a fight against the karate kid arc. Yeah. Hey, the problem yeah, to so... do that though on film is you'd have to take it from the perspective of Shazam, but because it's The Rock, he's going to want it from his perspective. Oh, uh, so you yeah, couldn't really yeah, tell that yeah. story. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they, I mean, they've tried it in the comic books, but I don't know if they're going to do that there anyway, because really. Um, Shazam wins. And spoiler alert from the books, the reason why Shazam wins is that at the end, he turns himself back into Billy and uh, is like, right, you know what? If you want to fight me, um, then you have to fight me without powers. If you're a real man, you can fight me without powers. You don't need the powers. And the thing is, is that they both say Shazam. He turns into Billy and then he says Shazam and turns into Teth Adam. But without the powers of Black Adam, because he's been living for thousands and thousands of years, he starts to decay. Like his body just starts to mm. decay away, basically. I right? was thinking that was that going to happen to The Rock when he did it, but no, he didn't go that way. <laughs> and he's he's desperately trying to say Shazam, but his whole body's like decaying, and he just decays and he melts, and that that's the end of it. And that's how you know uh, Shazam wins because he can't fight him. He uses yeah. like his mind to kind of defeat him. And I can see, I don't know, maybe The Rock would do that, but then he'd be like, "Oh no, I'm come, I come off as dumb like that, and I'm not dumb. I'm the cleverest man." Well, they can't do that because we've seen him say Shazam and not deteriorate like yeah. it. They've already kind of thrown yeah, that away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just bring. There is none. There this. is no <laughs> way to justify this. It was terrible. 
so uh so yeah so your rating was two and a half right i guess yeah, yeah you I said. Gave it two, two so my rating was two and a half as well so combined we got five right so that kind of tells you what that is like <laughs> um so so guys um if you let us know about what you thought about black adam uh you can go to the facebook page oh. uh dcbs marvel it's, podcast it's doing well um uh, some of you must love it it's. I think it's gonna do like what trans. You know, every one of those Transformers, Transformers songs yeah. made a billion, yep. right? Everyone made a billion, and this is this is gonna make. Uh, I don't think it's gonna make a billion. Maybe seven hundred million. Well, but I think it's. I think it's gonna make money because it's just got that spectacle. silly spectacle going on. Um, so if you, yeah, you can let us know what you think about that. Let us know what you thought about the House of Dragon finale and what you think is going to be going on. Was it like the books? Should I be reading these books there now to to kind of see what is going on? Um, and what do you think of James us... Gunn running DC? Oh yeah, yeah. And what do you think? What projects would you like to be seeing in DC there as well? I'll put up a poll there uh, later. If you want to catch Ed's, you can catch him on the other podcast that he is on, which is Talking at the Movies. Go give it a look. See on all podcasting platforms. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of films that are coming out there soon. Uh, anyway, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, guys, going. We didn't even touch on the reception from the screening of um. Of uh, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda, man. Wakanda Forever. Yeah, because I, I guess it's only kind of a week or so away until we actually like see it and yeah. things like that. So we'll we'll cover that next time with it because there's going to be a lot of like critic, uh, you know, kind of reviews and things like that there as well. And we can kind of analyze those. So um, yeah, guys, we'll um, we'll check that out there next time. Until then, uh, we'll see you again then. Later.